Welcome back, know-it-alls. Thanks for listening to the show. And as always, give us some feedback about what we are doing so we can make sure you're having a good time listening to us. progress oh, i was gonna ask are we recording in progress in progress i'm progressive mm. in progress my pronouns are zzer sim <laughs> my pronouns are i don't give a fuck call me whatever you want my feelings can't get hurt so address me as anything i don't care my pronouns are hey asshole <laughs> <laughs> you know That's you know what the- you know you know what my feelings on that is is when people tell me their pronouns i just go what's your name okay well then, whenever I refer to you, I'm just going to use your name. Period. I'll never. I won't use a pronoun. I'll just use a noun. I did. It, uh, will, it, it will be. It will be awkwardly formal, and that's my payment to you for having to understand your pronouns. <laughs> yeah, I was uh, reading a thing online where they did a survey, and they found that businesses that accept resumes mm-hmm. tend to toss the ones off to the side. If there's anything to do with pronouns in the resume. How ironic that they toss them off. Yeah, it's it's weird <laughs> that they don't they don't view the resume as something that they want to deal with. You're like, if you have to tell people what your pronouns are, we're probably gonna have problems in this workplace with you being here. So unfortunately, we're not hired right now. Yeah. Yeah. And unless you can prove some kind of discrimination to it, you're out of luck. Yeah, I mean, you can't prove discrimination for not getting a job. Well, not even getting an interview. Right? Yeah. Oh, you didn't interview me because I have my pronouns on my resume. I didn't interview you because I don't fucking need anyone to work here. Exactly. But thank you. But thank you. Yes, thank you. Uh, but I mean, I don't want to get into that conversation because... No, no, no. That's, no, no. that's, we'll, that's a whole other... Yeah, it's a problematic. So all of that, I will <laughs> say, you do you. And, Hell yeah. And... uh you know, I feel the same way though about why people coming in going. I don't know why I'm having such a hard time getting a job. I mean, I got all these face tattoos. I have no idea why I'm not getting a job. Yeah, I have no idea there, uh, bud. No idea. <laughs> well, see, I'm I'm not discriminatory like that. <laughs> I, I'm, no, I'm not. But I see places that would be. It, yeah, I, I'm. It's not discriminatory, but when somebody comes into my workplace wearing like ripped jeans, a backwards baseball hat. They've got their skateboard with them and they take out a resume from their pocket and unfold it eight times to give it to me. And there's handwritten scribbles on it with phone number changes. I didn't, I don't think you've put in the time that you should be putting in to try and get a job. You know, I think that that's probably a pretty damn good resume. I mean, even bonus if they have a coffee stain on it too, you know, <laughs> or maybe like some marinara sauce or something. <laughs> they use it to wipe their face. Mustard. Yeah. Hold on a second. Here you go. It is, it yeah. is fucked up. I, I always take those yeah. resumes and I, I, I treat everybody the same when they walk in with a resume. It's always, when are you available? What's the best phone number to reach you at? You know, what yes. brought you here? Thank you for your time. I'm not currently hiring. All Which right. I mean, I'm not currently hiring most of the time. Even yeah. when I am currently hiring, I tell people who drop off a resume that I'm not currently hiring. That That's way, they a good idea. That way, yeah. they don't keep coming back saying, "Oh, did did you look it over? Did you look it over? Yeah. Did you look it over?" Yeah. It's like, 
I'm a busy fucking guy at work. I haven't had time to look it over, but I assure you when I'm in desperate need of someone, I will make the time to look it over. Right now, you coming in here and talking to me takes me away from my job. Right, right. Now, now, speaking of which, before we move on to the topic of the day, yeah. Um, have you? Do you still have people coming in, like giving you resumes now, or is it? Oh, kind of, is it dry no, up? no, absolutely. We get people coming in with resumes all the time. I, I had a guy and girl come in the other day, and the girl wasn't saying absolutely anything. She was probably about, let's say, thirty-five, and the guy was probably about forty-five. Uh, the guy was doing all the talking, and I'm looking at the resume. And he sounded like he had a Ukrainian accent. So I think he was like an import, right? Like uh-huh. a, a new resident or whatever. And he's doing all the talking for the resume. And then I look at the name and the name, even though it wasn't like a regular generic North American name, I could tell by the name that it was a feminine name. Uh-huh. So I looked over and I go, is this, is this your resume? And I looked at the girl and she just looked at me and then she looked at the guy. He's like, yes, it's her resume. And I was like, oh, okay, thank you. Like, so the guy was doing all the talking for like three minutes, but then I looked at the name of the resume. It was like Christina, right? Uh huh. But like spelled really differently, like K R Y S T E I N A, like Christine, like really, really differently. Wow. That, that's, uh, yeah, I'd never guessed that one. Right. But I mean, I didn't think it was for him. No, yeah. no. She didn't so do he's talking, he's talking for her, trying to get her hired. She's not speaking to you at all. At all. She didn't even say That's one weird. word. And she looked at me blankly when I like, is this, is this your resume? Cause I was confused as to why he was doing all the talking and he handed me the resume and he was giving me the hours like of availability and the, the best phone number. And then I let him know that I'm not currently hiring, but I keep resumes on file, which is true. I keep them all on file. And then they left. And I just thought like, I, I can't have you working here if I and, can't communicate with you. Oh, right. I mean, was, was she, was she indicating that she didn't really understand English? I mean, she was indicating that she didn't, either speak English at all or with him in the room, she wasn't allowed to speak. One of the two. Either so, way, problem. Well, can you imagine if, if I hire her and he shows up and he's he's there the whole time? It's like what what are you what are you doing? Like I don't I don't need you here. It's like, no, I need to make sure that she's she's here. Like does does he own her? Or is he just trying to help her because she doesn't speak English? I don't know. Either way, either way it's a I, I it's felt a... bad for her. Overall, because she's got a master's degree in computer programming as well. Oh, wow. Yeah. So on the resume, it's like you are way overqualified for this, but you you either don't speak English or he won't let you speak. And either one of those things in your current situation is not helpful. No, not at all. That's weird. That's yeah. uh, that's an unusual circumstance there. Yeah. So Yeah. Then I oh. had another guy who did the unfolded one. That's why I said that because I had a guy on a skateboard come in and he walks in the door pushing his skateboard. Then he kick flips it up, like kicks it on the tail to grab it. He walks over to me. He reaches into his back pocket. It's cold outside. He's in like big baggy jeans with rips and a wife beater and like a sideways baseball hat. And he's like, hey, man, you looking for people? I was like, uh, not currently, but I'm always taking resumes. And he reaches into his back pocket, takes it out. It's folded like eight times, not even like once or twice, but like eight times. And he puts it on the counter. He flattens it out with his hand. And he's like, you got a pen? I was like, "Uh, yep. And then he grabs the pen that I give him and he scratches out the phone number on it. He goes, oh, that's not my number anymore. This is the best number to reach me at. I was like, okay, cool. Thanks. I didn't even ask him any other questions because, dude, get the fuck out of here. Like, go skateboard. Yeah, that's uh, that is awesome. Yeah, that is awesome. I just like, are you, are you even trying to get a job? It, it would be, it, it would be so much better to be 
in a house like overlooking the ocean and like barbecuing and not worrying about stuff like that. Yeah. Are you talking about me or him? Us. Like that that I I shouldn't worry My, about that or that you, he should you, be you, <laughs> he should be not worrying about getting a job cuz he's overlooking the ocean at a barbecue. I don't think he's worrying about getting a job as it is. Yeah. But uh no, I mean I mean us or you know me and my heteronormative roommate. <laughs> yeah, I just oh my god. I mean, those are just such little things in my life, but it's just frustrating to deal with. And then another guy came in at I don't know, six o'clock Friday night, and I'm I'm busy, like because that's my, I work in the food industry, so I'm fucking busy at six o'clock on a Friday night because that's when everybody wants to eat. And they're like, yeah, can I talk to a manager? And I'm thinking there's a problem. I'm looking right, over, right, like, of course. Go. If you hear that, yeah, yeah, I was like, oh yeah, yeah, no problem. Uh, and I just stop what I'm doing, which puts like a plug in the whole process if I stop what I'm doing. Because right. I'm the one making shit happen. And he's like, yeah, I'm just here to drop off a resume. I was like, oh, okay, thanks. And he's like, do you want to know anything else? I'm like, I don't have time right now to know anything else. But if everything's on the resume is current, then that's all I need. And then he leaves and, you know, I pin it up on the corkboard in the back and I wash my hands and I keep doing what I'm doing. And then I go look at his resume, like, you know, 45 minutes later, and it's all food service industry, like jobs. And he's worked at them for like two to four years per place. So that's that's unique to find somebody who's stuck around that long in that industry at a location. Mm-hmm. And then I'm thinking, like, do you not fucking know to not show up at dinner time at a like a food industry place? Like you've that's all you've worked at in the last like 13 years. And you fucking showed up? Like you're a moron. I don't want you working here. Even though it looks like he's worked there for a very long time and he's probably passionate about it. And but yeah, just it seemed completely illogical for I just Fucking wouldn't do that. Just wouldn't do that. That's weird. And not that I'm better than other people, because I'm definitely not better than other people, but I just wouldn't do that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. You know? Well, okay. If it's not an industry that I'm familiar with, yeah, I would do something like that because I'm I'm a, a moron and stupid. I don't understand yeah, the industry. Absolutely. But but okay. if I'm in the industry, no, no, I wouldn't do that. Yeah, and he he is yeah. in the industry. Yeah. That's yeah. just fucked up. Indeed. You know what? You know what? This will be a good this will be a good segment to go into our next topic, I think. We're talking about food. Oh. Done. Right? I like talking about food. Yeah, I mean, who doesn't like talking about food? You know what I even like more than skinny talking bitches. about food? Well, I do like skinny bitches, but I like skinny bitches that can cook. And uh who like to go out for food. Yes, and and they like me for dessert. Mm. That's the best Cre- kind. Creme de Charlie Ray. Mm, banana after, split after bobbing for <laughs> apples <laughs> that's right you get the banana split because mm. you know that's got to be an urban dictionary term oh you wait till you get to the hairy oh i got a nice i got a nice urban dictionary for anyone a nice urban dictionary thing for you after this awesome awesome anyway, so all uh, right food good yes food, food. food fast food no food what i don't about know food? what do you want what, what yeah it, it is a pretty broad topic so Let's narrow it down a little bit. What do you want to choose? I would love to talk about shit that they don't make, that they used to make, that I love that they made, and I hate that they don't make it. So something you used to get somewhere all the time that was fucking awesome that just doesn't exist anymore, or like a limited time offering that they bring out you know, once a year, like Dairy Queen brings out Apple Pie Blizzard during Thanksgiving, right? Okay. Apple and Pumpkin Pie. Which well, we, we don't get in Canada. We never got the apple pie. It was always, always, always pumpkin pie, which I'm I'm not a fan of pumpkin pie, so I don't give a shit. But when they bring out the pumpkin pie, 
they bring out the pie crust for the blizzards. And then I can get them to make me my key lime pie blizzard by using some of their lime, their lime slushy drink instead of any of their like fruit or cookie toppings or chocolate toppings. Yeah, I'd get them to do the vanilla ice cream, the pie crust, and a bunch of squirts, hmm? squirts of their lemon lime, okay. their slushies. And it's a key lime pie blizzard. They put whipped cream on top. Just imagine it. Vanilla ice cream mixed with lemon lime syrup and pie crust with whipped cream on top. You got a fucking key lime pie. Right. And it's amazing. Way better than pumpkin pie. Pumpkin pie can suck a dick. I fucking hate that shit. I'm not a big fan of pumpkin pie myself. So so is this something you can still get on occasion or yeah. you can't get it at all anymore? Dairy Queen in Canada only has the pie crust during Thanksgiving. So there's like a September, October, November window where they have the pumpkin pie blizzard. And because uh, they have the pumpkin pie blizzard, I can get them to make me a key lime pie blizzard. Uh, but as okay. soon as that pie crust is gone, no, no, it's gone. But uh, last year or the year before, they actually brought the apple pie blizzard to Canada, which I thought was good because, I mean, fucking apple pie is the shit. Mm-hmm. Better I than do like pie. apple pie. Yeah. I, I can't even d- describe the hatred I have for pumpkin pie. Like it, It's such a people love it. People love the fuck out of it. And I just, I think it's fucking gross. Yet, I try all the pumpkin pie flavored stuff. So pumpkin pie Cheerios, got to try them. Pumpkin pie Pop-Tarts, got to try them. Pumpkin pie Shreddies, got to try it. Pumpkin pie Quaker Oats, got to try it. I try all the pumpkin pie stuff because I I like to try, you know, all the new shit that comes out. Even though I know I don't like pumpkin pie. I mean, I don't gag or anything. It's not putrid. It's just if all the pies in the world got together and somebody said, hey, you need to remove pumpkin like, I wouldn't even wait for the question. It's like, that's what I'm removing. Pumpkin pie, gone. Yeah, I, I hear you. I'm not a huge pumpkin pie fan. So, so okay. Yeah, key, lime pie blizzard. key lime pie blizzard is the fucking shit that I get, you know, one season a year. Mm-hmm. And I wish they had pie crust year round because it would be my go-to, I think. Have you suggested that to Dairy Queen Canada? Yeah, because they, they listen to us. I mean, I'm not... I'm not a plant-based diet person, so they're not going to listen to me. I'm not a minority type person, so they're not going to listen. I was going to say, tell them you're an import. <laughs> I'm going to tell them that. And, I'm really... and, and your pronouncer is Ezer. <laughs> and then they just ask me to leave. They point to the door and say, please go that way, sir. <laughs> Actually, you know, if, if according to some companies we know of uh, marketing departments and who they listen to, maybe if you get maybe i don't know maybe a grand total of three or four people and you post a lot on social media about it maybe they'll go oh my god there's an (laughs) untapped market for pumpkin pie crust and pumpkin pie year round so let's keep the crust around year round well they used to have a like a cheesecake pie kind of crust so they'll do the strawberry cheesecake with pie crumbles in it or, or here's this how about this how about they have a marketing campaign Kind of, we can't use have it your way, but basically say, hey, look, with our crust and these combinations, you can make this kind of pie or this kind of pie or this kind of pie and market it year round. Well, think about so, it. They, they have bananas for their banana split. They could do a right? banana cream pie. Right? They have whipped cream year round. They have bananas year round. If they had the pie crust, they could do a banana cream pie. I'm pretty sure they have like a coconut or a bounty. They, they can do a, a chocolate coconut cream pie. Oh, that sounds good. Right? Does it not? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it pie. Good. I mean, keep the pumpkin, obviously keep it for for the special time of the year. Pumpkin pie, like fall. Yeah. Yeah. But year round, yeah. you can have like a nice cheesecake. Yeah, sure. sure. Why not? But cheesecake is usually like a like graham cracker, cracker crumbles or crumbles. What is it? 
Yeah, Graham Cracker. Graham Cracker Crump. Graham Cracker. Yes, Graham Crackers. <laughs> Graham Cracker Crust. So that's like a cheesecake. So I guess they can't do that. I think you should look up. I think you should look up Urban Dictionary and see if they have Graham Crapper because that <laughs> might be a term we need to come up with. No. I, I did uh, submit needing the geyser. Oh yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna wait. I'm waiting until it's gonna be actually on there. But needing the geyser. Hmm. So okay. I hope, do, do you want to know what I what I called it or what I described what it, it is? as? Yes. So needing the geyser. We talked about this, right? It's kneading the geyser is when a person takes bread that is on the cusp of its expiry date and wraps it around a hard cock and proceeds to give it a two-fisted twisted handy until the hot creamy jizz explodes all over the bread. Afterwards, the bread is consumed by one or both of the parties involved in the act. Mm, yummy. And, you know, <laughs> well, it's not expired yet, so it's okay. So in a sentence, I went to Carly's house last night and noticed that her bread was about to expire. She immediately started kneading the geyser, and we both agreed that it was the best late night snack we had. Wow, <laughs> that is nasty as hell. <laughs> so I'm hoping uh, my submission gets approved, and they they post it on there. Bonus if it's garlic bread. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, garlic <laughs> garlic cum bread, delicious. It's like the, the the Tennessee kneading the geyser, geyser, <laughs> right? <laughs> Sourdough, forty nine er. Did you, you, you're, you're you're a couple years older than I am. Were you around when McDonald's had the onion nuggets? I wasn't. I don't know. I don't remember those, but I must've been, I just probably didn't pay any attention to them. I tell you what I was around for and I was not crazy enough to try and they introduced it. No, no, no. Taco Bell was selling shrimp dishes and I'm like, I'm not trusting Taco Bell with shrimp fucking for nothing. Really? Yes. I feel kind of bad that I didn't try it, but I felt like I was risking my life. <laughs> so so we are, I think, somewhat sometimes a test market for Taco Bell stuff. And That's so, cool. so there for a while, they had shrimp dishes at Taco Bell. There's like three or four different ones, like a shrimp taco and then and like some kind of special shrimp dish. And it was only around for like two or three months and it was gone. Never heard of it ever again. And uh, yeah, so I don't know how many people out there had a test market for shrimp based dishes at Taco Bell, but they might've been amazingly awesome, but I just don't see anybody going, Hmm, Taco Bell. I don't (laughs) barely trust their beans and their beef. Let's trust Taco Bell Uh with shrimp and seafood, because I'm not sure if I've had that virulent of food poisoning in my life. Yeah. Allegedly. It doesn't uh, seem like a, a thing that they should do, but no, no. I mean, but you do feel bad. You would, you probably should have tried it, just once. I should, I should have, I should have tried it at least once, and and I feel, I feel kind of bad that I didn't, because I could have told you about the experience, whether it was good or bad. Yeah. But, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I do like to try new things, but I'm also a firm believer in the whole process, and I'll, I'll use in and out for example as a strategy. You do what you fucking do and you do it well yeah man you do it you do it real well and you have and you have some variety of options but not a whole lot i mean and they still involve some some combination of those few items yeah in and out i think is the pinnacle of what most companies should probably strive to do for their menus yes right success in its simplicity right yeah yeah they're, they're not throwing shit out 
No, like you, no, you no. know they're not throwing stuff out. Like their their food cost waste is probably at the point zero zero two percent. Right. Whereas places, I mean, McDonald's is probably pretty low as well because everything's frozen, other than yeah. lettuce and onions. And yeah, pickles are kept in a jar with brine, so that that lasts forever. But yeah, their their lettuce and their onions are the only things, and their tomato. Everything else is frozen. You just keep it in the right. freezer. You don't pull out more than you need. Burgers are frozen. Nuggets are frozen. Fries are frozen. Filet fish. It's all fucking frozen. Yeah, they're probably not wasting shit. Doesn't that sound so appealing to have for food? No, I mean, and I I like me a good McDonald's meal. Oh. I do. So do I. So right? do I. But I mean, uh, but there's something to be said for having an In-N-Out burger and having a McDonald's burger. Oh, nine times out of ten, which one are you going to choose? A uh, ten out of ten for burgers, I'm going to choose In-N-Out. Yeah. Nuggets. Exactly. I mean, I guess In-N-Out doesn't have nuggets, but I'm still probably going to choose In-N-Out Burger over Nuggets 9 out of 10. Yeah, I agree. I still have to get you that new sauces so you can try them yeah. before before they go away, which I will do this weekend. I'll pick up a few of them because I, I'm going to get the next item I'm going to talk about. Any idea what it is? Mm, sauces? No. Nuggets? No. The McRib. You like the, do you like the McRib? I do like the McRib. Now... Do I like the McRib that they have now as much as I liked the McRib when I was younger? No, I don't think it's as good as it used to be. It's still okay, yeah. and 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 it's and it's and it's okay to have it be out just once a year for a little while because I don't really want it all that often a year. I don't go to McDonald's all that often anymore anyway because their prices. It's like they used to be a somewhat decent cheap option, and then they decided yeah. they decided. Screw that noise. Well, it's not them, man. I'm in the well, food industry. Yeah, I, assure I know. You, it's, it's not me. The stuff I'm getting in costs so fucking much that if I don't charge more, I'm literally working to make negative money. I don't go yeah. to work to open my wallet to pour stuff out. That's not why I go to work every day. Number one, I don't go to work because I like my job. I go to work so I can pay my bills. That's it. Yes. That's yes. the only reason I go to work. It's pretty shallow and kind of stupid. It's a really shitty way to live, I think. I go to work to pay my bills. Well, but that's probably 90, per, 90 or yeah. 95% of people in this world. Probably yeah, higher percentage of that. It, it's terrible. Like, would you not? I don't know. We, we would all love a job that we love to do because we love to do it. Yeah. But that's that's not how the world works, especially with things costing the way, are, the way they, they are. So I understand why McDonald's is raising their prices. I get it. It fucking sucks because McDonald's is no longer the cheap fast food option that it once right. was. Right. No, Taco Bell for me is that is that is that cheap option. But but anyway, so let's speak about the McRib then. So we talk about I mean, it's not nearly as delicious sounding as the uh, key lime pie, but you know for me the McRib is a, is a, is something. If you want to talk about something that I can have on occasion but not year round, it's the McRib. And every yeah. once in a while, I like to have the McRib, a McRib combo meal. You get a good deal, and you can get an extra McRib for a dollar if you buy the combo meal. So you buy that. And it's a good thing, you know, if you have another person, you're not too hungry, you each get a McRib, you split some large fries, get an extra drink, you're good to go. Meal for two, and you're like at 12 bucks. And in, in this day and age, that's not bad for this economy. No, it's not bad at all. Yeah. And so so that, I mean, I don't have a long story about it. It's just a good McRib. I mean, you know, uh, you know, I mean, it's barbecue-based, so hey, I'm from Kansas City. Well, that's uh, what I was going to say. Where bar you, barbecue runs in our veins. Yeah, where you live, the McRib should be way more popular. Well, it is pretty popular around here, and you know what? The McRib isn't available everywhere in the United States. It's just certain markets that 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 prove that they 
you know, like the McRib. And they only make whatever so many. They ship them out. When they run out, they're out. They're done. That's it for the year. Yeah. We we had a McRib out here six years ago was probably the last time the McRib was in Alberta. Yeah. And I, I had one because I hadn't had one since I was a kid. And I'm not a fan of the McRib. Maybe it's yeah. this current McRib. Yeah. But it's just, it's not something I would ever, if I see it on the menu at a McDonald's, I'm not going to get it. Yeah. Yeah, no, no and, that, and that's perfectly fine. I'm not going to say it's everybody's flavor of the day. And like I said, again, it's not it's not as good as it used to be. But you know what? The same thing could be said about everything. Hell, I'm not as good as I used to be. Yeah. <laughs> you know, maybe I, not I, as tasty as a McRib. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> need the dough. Wait, uh, need the bread. Did uh, you uh, did you get Jamie to pull up those onion nuggets for McDonald's? I did not, but you know what? I bet Jamie could. You want to grab those those uh, onion nuggets pictures from McDonald's? Just bring that up for there for Charlie Ray. Hmm. Let's see here. 1975. Well, no wonder I don't know what the hell they are. Uh, they were served in the U.S. market between 1978 and 1979 after being developed in 1975. And it was a dish uh, that they were trying to promote to vegetarians. Um. So, as a human, I think we all like onion rings, whether or not we like onions or not. We like onion rings, correct? Yes, I love onion rings. Give me yeah. a good onion ring any day. Yeah, yeah. Onion rings are fantastic. Even as a kid, for someone who doesn't didn't like onions, I liked onion rings. Even my kid, who doesn't like onions, will eat onion rings. Onion rings are the thing that every onion hater should strive to try. Because they're going to fucking like it. That crispy bat around that onion, is it It does wonders for it. But there was a place in Canada. I don't know if it was all over Canada. It was just in my, my aunt's town where she lived. It was called Tasty Treat or Tasty Freeze. And they had, yeah. onion, they had onion nuggets. So little square pieces of onion battered and deep fried. And when I saw that McDonald's had the same thing, I was like, holy fuck. Like Those are one of the greatest things I've ever eaten in my life. And when I used to work at Boston Pizza like fucking 30, uh, 20 years ago, they had onion petals. So it was a triangular piece of onion battered and deep fried and it's served with a honey mustard dip. Uh, I mean, you can't go fucking wrong. I, I can, to this day, onion rings and honey mustard dip is like my go-to. That sounds delicious. I, I do enjoy a good onion ring. So do you know the story behind the onion nugget? Do you want to hear I don't. it? I would love to hear it. Well, let's develop into a little bit about it. So according to this information here, it was developed by the McDonald's first executive chef Rene Arend. He came up with the recipe to supplement burgers and fries that they were of course known for and to appeal to vegetarians. Ah, peel like an onion. Exactly. Peel. A feel, yes. He had previously cooked for Queen Elizabeth II and would also go on to later develop the fabled McRib. So how good oh. of a tie-in was that? He also, after the failure of the onion nugget was discontinued in the late 70s, he was told to redirect his focus on developing a chicken-based item instead. Any idea what he came up with? I'm going to say chicken nuggets. Yes, chicken nuggets. They'd actually been around almost 20 years already, but he you know, fixed it up a little bit different, changed it around, and they made them the Chicken McNugget, and they became so popular. So people that sounds the, like the yeah. hero of McDonald's. He, yeah, he must be quite a bit of a stud, and he must he's probably he's probably one of those guys that's got like you know his uh like picture up on the board or a or a bust at the McDonald's you know <laughs> the headquarters like Rene Arand, the fabled first executive chef you know 
all the other chefs after that are just like, I'll never live up to Mr. McNugget, Mr. McRib, Mr. I worked for Queen Elizabeth. Exactly. I mean, that's a lot. That's a lot to live up to, you know? I mean, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And and here's something, here's something funny when you think about this. Okay. So this is something I I noticed. I found out yesterday because I never really knew the difference. Do you know what the difference between a cook and a chef is? Um, One's in charge. No, that's pretty, that's pretty close. So, I was watching some guys that's on a cooking channel. He's talking about this, like some guy, like a you know, famous chef or something like that. But and he says they're talking about what the difference between a cook and a chef is. And basically, you look at it this way: cooks are like the grunts and the lieutenants. Yeah, the chef is the general. He says the chef. Can't lose his shit. I'm like, ah, oh, that's kind of crap because I've seen several chefs lose their shit. Most notoriously, watching Gordon Ramsay about yeah, but that's low, how the, that's how it. they make their money. Yeah, I know. But but so he says the chef's job is to make sure that everything stays running smoothly and that they they are they're in command. When shit goes wrong and all of a sudden the boiler blows out or some food jacked up and the cook freaks out, they have to be enough composed and smart to get everything routed and back on course, hmm. you know? And so a chef, I mean, while of course they're a talented, I'm sure, you know, obviously a talented cook. Yeah. They're more, they're, they're more about the whole concept from beginning to end than they are just the cooking portion of a meal. So this is a pretty interesting kind of comment, you know? Yeah. Anyway. So that's, so that's, that's my, that's one of my things that I miss that I don't have on a regular basis, I guess. I don't really have too many foods, but I can tell you one thing I really do miss. And we've talked about this on a previous episode. On Rose's Steakhouse. Royal Crown Draft Soda. Royal Crown Draft Soda. Damn it. I thought it was going to be Ponderosa Steakhouse. Damn. I don't even know. I don't even. I mean, it's been thirty years almost since I've tasted the last time, and I've told. I don't even know if it's still available. It was still available at least a few years ago, in New Zealand and Australia. Yeah, and that was something that I would. I don't know. I even with the airfare and everything else, I'd probably pay sixty bucks. I'd give up the sixty bucks for a case of Royal Crown Draft. Just because. I mean, I wouldn't buy it all the time, of course, but just just for that treat. So you, you, know. you say you do that, but you also said earlier, and you know this is going to be the way with the Royal Crown. I guarantee you the Royal Crown of 2023 does not taste like the Royal Crown of 1984. Yeah. Well, so you're, you're going yeah. so to get it, and it's just going to be like, oh, yay, high fructose corn syrup, not sugar. That's cool. Oh, hey, no car- caramel agent. Yeah, nice, sweet. Oh, less carbonation. Oh, sweet. Served in a plastic bottle. Yay. Can't wait. So yeah, it's going to be a whole bunch of things that you're going to pay for and be really disappointed. So I think the logical thing is just buy that trip to Australia. That way you can at least enjoy the trip to Australia while you're tracking down your Royal crown. Yeah. Well, I'll probably never, ever have it again. Uh, at one point, I think I still had one of the bottles just cause I kept it. Cause I was like, I want to find more of this. Yeah. Uh, um, but I guess it's exclusively in New Zealand here. I'm reading about this uh, article and this article is like five years old now. Let's see here. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Basically it's almost impossible to get, you know, and even, even to try to get it from New Zealand is nearly impossible to get. So who knows if it's even still available and that's too bad. I mean, that, that's something for me that would be like my Holy grail of, of, of sodas, 
you know, and, you know, you, you know how I have a love for root beer. I've tried probably at least 50 or 60 different types of root beers over, Ooh. over my life. So you're not going to like living in Europe. Why? Because they don't have root beer. Uh, most Europeans claim that root beer tastes like cough medicine. So places don't stock it except for import stores. Uh, apparently there is a cough medicine in the UK that tastes just like root beer, which for me as a kid, if that was the cough medicine, I'd be chucking back those bottles like crazy. But yeah, the people out in Europe aren't fans of root beer. It's very right. hard to find. I've seen it in, I saw it in Norway at 7-Eleven in a bottle, like Barks root beer. I thought, oh, that's kind of cool because it's hard to find. And then I saw a can of A&W root beer somewhere. But yeah, root beer is really, really hard to track down in, in Europe. Well, that's just too damn bad. Well, there's always. Oh, well. Numbers. Oh, well, I guess screw Europe then. If you can't do root beer, you don't get Charlie Ray. So there you go. If you want Charlie Ray to come live in your country, you better be able to have root beer. I guess it looks like New Zealand is going to be where you're going to hopefully track uh, to, maybe track down that Royal Crown delicious root beer. Mm, Royal Crown. I'm it's, looking not, at, it's, not, it's, it's not root beer. It's just soda, but I'm, I'm, I'm oh, just. Just like it's just soda, it's just, yeah, it's like a cola. It's just Royal oh, Crown. Okay. It's, it's, it's just, it's just like a, you know. Oh, I'm, I thought it was I'm, like a root beer. No, 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 no. It was no. Although, okay, although they did have uh, A and W draft in root, like draft. And, okay, so you see regular A and W in the store. Well, yeah. they had like they had like a premium A and W there around the same time period too. That was hmm. really good. I'm guessing that probably both of them really what they were was just pretty much the same recipe and they just used cane sugar and they just you know instead of the crap in the high fructose corn syrup yep you know so this is a weird thing about A&W in Canada so it, like I'm, I'm talking to my friends in the states and they talk about A&W like it is the bottom of the barrel for fast food dirty fucking gross shit quality in Canada it's like the most expensive fast food to buy and it is high quality shit like A&W's really? are pristine clean well run the food is awesome. They had the spicy dill pickle mama burger a couple months ago. Oh my god, it came with spicy dill pickles, a spicy dill aioli. Oh my god, the burger was fucking heaven. Yeah, that AW in Canada fucking rocks. But AW root beer, you can find everywhere. Right. AW on tap in like the, the glass at AW is awesome. Right. But AW cream soda. So as a kid, when I was probably between the ages of eight and 12 a and W cream soda was like your guys's a and W cream soda. So like the, it's called a and W vanilla cream soda, right? It's like ginger ale color, like copper ish. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what we had. And then all of a sudden they got rid of that. Cause in Canada, cream soda is pink. Our, okay. like, like get Jamie to bring that up for you. Canada cream soda, our cream soda. Like if you look crush cream soda, it's pink. Are you, are you looking that shit up? Did Jamie bring up the right stuff for you? Jamie did, and it is pink, and that's and like a pink label and clear. Oh, pink label and clear. No, the, the actual liquid is pink. Well, not not anymore. You, you might be looking at Jones. Jones. No, soda. no, no. Well, I'm looking at Crush, dude. Crush cream soda. Oh no, we we had a clear one for a while, but it, yeah. it was gone. Our our cream soda. Oh wait, no. Here's pink. an image. Oh, there's red cream. Uh, oh, red cream. That's Dad's. No. Nope, nope. This is all crushed, dude. This is all crushed. Oh, wait a minute. Here's a pink one. Finally. So apparently they've put 
cream soda into maybe they're just giving me all kinds of stuff. I mean, I, I, it does say cream soda, cream soda clear. Here we go. Here's another pink image. Okay, so I mean, yeah, so it's been pink before. So our our cream soda is pink in Canada. That's how you're going to find cream soda, pink, hands okay. down. That's it. However, the NW cream soda, like, can you see my my camera here? This is our old NW cream soda cans. Can you see that? Oh wow! So that's cool. That's after they got rid of the vanilla cream soda, which we had in like the same can, the the, the gold can. Right, uh-huh. so that's what so, ours used to look so, like. So instead, so instead of being, it'd be that same design, but instead of pink, it would be gold. Nope, it's exactly like your guys's. Oh, um, oh, the gold can. Okay, the gold yeah, can. Yeah. That's that's yeah. what we had, and then NW in Canada switched it to that can, and all of our two liters got switched to that design as well, and the cream soda went from being like that copper color to uh-huh. pink. Wow, yeah, it's fucked up, and now now you can't find NW cream soda in Canada. It does not exist. Unless you go to a specialty import shop. Wow. We can't get it. It's hands down my favorite soda, my favorite pop, my favorite beverage is the AW vanilla cream soda. And I'm eyeballing one right now uh-huh. in my room on the floor in a box. And I'm scared to drink it because it's my last one. And uh-huh. I'm also scared to drink it since I bought it before COVID because I haven't <laughs> been down, I haven't been shopping in the States for fucking four years. Right. So it's, it's just been sitting in that box probably five years. And I mean, it's going to be fine. Oh, absolutely. It will but be. It, but it's going to be gone. And that's what makes me sad. Well, okay then. So, yeah, I could go for Canada bringing back NW cream soda. That'd be amazing. Key lime pie, amazing. Uh, McDonald's, bring back the onion nuggets. I've never had them. I think they sound fucking awesome. Well, people, people have been trying. They keep petitioning them a little bit for it. I, I would, hey, if if they had them, I'd definitely try them. So, you know, if uh, if you are a marketing executive at McDonald's and you're listening to this podcast because that's such a high percentage of likability, uh, uh, well, I mean, we do back, talk about McDonald's back, a lot, so it is. We do. It should be yes. a high high percentage. Yeah. All I know is this: if you do a rest, if you do a museum, which I'm sure they have a museum for McDonald's somewhere. Make it better than the Whataburger Museum in Texas, because that was just ridiculous. <laughs> it's just, it was just like a shack in the back of like the parking lot at one of their stores. I'm like, really? <laughs> uh, I went to Lodi, California in February last year. Lodi? Lodi? Anyway, that's the site of the first A&W. Oh, cool. So uh, the first A&W is no longer where the first A&W used to be. Now it's just a plaque in the sidewalk in front of like a doggy daycare place. Uh, this is the so, site of the first day in W. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm taking a picture of it. And then somebody comes out of the doggy daycare and hands out NW root beer pops, like little suckers. He's like, uh-huh. we have a deal with the NW in town that anybody takes a picture, gets one of these. And then he led us to the NW in town where they moved all their uh, museum stuff. So they have like a thing on the wall with all the little museum shit, but it's not uh-huh. the first location. It's just where they moved it to. So yeah, the, the NW they moved it to is just across town a little bit. And when you go there, it's just a regular store doing regular shit. But when you go inside, there's like a display case with a bunch of cool, you know, museum museum shit. But then outside in the parking lot where the drive through is, there's the Burger family, which we all know the Burger family as Teen Burger, Baby Burger, Mama Burger, Papa Burger, and Grandpa Burger, right? Okay. You don't know what that new. is? No. Well. So the, the, the burgers. Yeah. Oh, w- I remember those. Yeah. That's a long time ago for, for me. Yeah. They don't yeah. call it that anymore. Oh. 
But yeah, this one actually has the burger family outside. So the images you see on the outside of the wrappers and on all their wallpaper and shit inside the stores, they actually have like six foot tall Papa, Papa, six foot tall grandpa, you know, five foot tall mama. There's a baby. So I just like stood and took pictures with the burger family. So I think it's, it's kind of a neat little museum. I mean, obviously it'd be cooler if it was like a big ass fucking museum. Yeah. But but still kind of neat that it exists. And the fact that they still, I guess they probably pay the guy at the dog place to hand out suckers or maybe he gets like vouchers for food or something but either way we're taking a picture of the plaque in the sidewalk and this dude just walks out and starts handing us all A&W root beer lollipops fucking cool right were they tasty they were tasty just like A&W root beer but in oh, lollipop yeah. form have, have you had A&W have you had the root beer barrels the A&W root beer barrels not for years but yeah 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 like the, the, the suckers yeah. without the stick right like the yeah 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 they're just, they're just yeah, they're just basically hard candies, kind of that like Dollar Ranchers. That's what the sucker was, but perfectly round like a sucker and with an NW oh, wow. wrapper. Clear wrapper with an orange, lo- orange logo. But yeah, that's, that's the shit. Stuff like that is fucking great. It really has nothing to do with stuff I missed. Like right. the onion nuggets is something I never got to try. I definitely don't miss McDonald's sandwiches, the subs. I don't know if you remember those. No, I don't remember those, no. Yeah, and the mid to late 90s they did like they were trying to compete with subway obviously right and they had subs like a ham and turkey swiss you know uh ham and cheddar but yeah it it didn't last very long lasted shorter than their pizza days right but right yeah so you miss mcribs i miss the pie crust yeah so that's probably a a wrap up on the stuff unless you can think of something else that you you miss fast food wise that maybe it comes out once in a while like a limited edition you want to see more of i i don't know but i did have something to wrap up with on the mcdonald's topic though all right and uh we talked about renee arend right he is still alive he's 94 years old he was born in 1928 jesus yeah, he was born in Luxembourg, and he is basically even even today at his age, he is still currently a chef consultant with McDonald's. Although he retired from full time work in two thousand and four, and it was kind of funny because we talked about the McRib, we talked about the McChicken. Even though the McNuggets had been around for a while, and when he came up with the chicken McNugget concept to use at McDonald's, yeah, they did they didn't roll it out nationwide until 1983 because there wasn't enough chicken, processed chicken, to go around to make enough McNuggets for the entire market. Which huh. I don't know if you know this today, but McDonald's has their own chicken farms. Basically, I mean they they have their own food chain, you know, what you know, vertical you know supply chain, because they have to have so much of certain items. All right, so now I want you to think about that for a second. Prices are getting raised due to supply chain issues, yet they are their own supply chain. So where's the issue? Why are prices going up? Well, they don't control the cost of the feed that they have to get for the chicken. They they don't control the cost of electricity. They control the cost of their trucks transportation well yeah but they don't control the cost of the fuel there's there's there there are costs they don't control the cost of the i mean they do control the cost of the labor but it might be more so there's 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 reasons but but going back still just a little bit further that is kind of the reason why the mcgrib came out in 1981 is because he needed something else to come up with while he was waiting for the big nugget to be rolled out nationwide clever clever 
Yeah. Clever girl. <laughs> Can you imagine being he, like, you're right. He's probably a god amongst the hallways. Oh, yeah. I'm sure when he walks in, they're like, Chef Rene is here. You know what I'm saying? They're all like, ah. You, you think there's like yeah. groupies, like McDonald's head office employees that follow him around like he's got the biggest cock on earth? Probably not. At this point, he's, I, I doubt he comes in the office very much at age 94, you know? Rene, Rene, but I can tell you this. I bet he's got some money. Oh, yeah. So we could find our own version of an Anna Nicole Smith to marry off to him, you know? Yeah, but she didn't get anything out of yeah. it. Well, I didn't say that. Just, can you, I just can you imagine? It, I, I just wanted to make an old Lex and happy. <laughs> that's all. Do, do, do you think that she loved that? I don't remember his name. The the oil billionaire guy that Anna Nicole hooked up with. I believe in true love. I think uh-huh. she really, really loved him. Yes, I do. He's he's in his wheelchair and he's plowing her from behind. She's calling him oil daddy. I suppose if you had, it's going to be kind of hard to hold on to the hips <laughs> and roll the wheelchair. He had to have an automatic wheelchair. It's like one of those fucking machines. Yeah. Uh, she's got to do all the work. Maybe oh, she just, maybe she just got on top and rode in reverse cowgirl. For that kind of money, she should have to do all the work. Yeah. And then not getting any money in the end. That must've sucked. Well, she got, she got screwed one last time. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he left her in the will. Are, are this you, is what this is what I gave you for all those years, and that's what you're getting now. Wouldn't Screwed. wouldn't you do it? Would would you hook up with a elderly sugar mama with the the hopes that there's going to be a payout when they finally move on? I don't know. Hopes might not do it. Guaranteed might do it, but I mean, you give you give me a halfway decently in shape sixty something year old, and I'll be I'll be your. Oh, oh, what, what was uh, that guy? How old is that guy? Like 90? Oh, God, 80. So, <laughs> I don't know, man. You know, the thing is, it's like, okay, you know, you can do certain things or lube or whatever to take care of yourself, you know, but the guy's got to be attracted to get the action going, man. I mean, even taking the supplements, you got to still have some attraction <laughs> level. It's going to take a it's going to take a t- 10 ton crane to get me going for <laughs> somebody that. You know, looks like the where's the beef lady, you know what I'm saying? Uh, oh, hey, hey, don't get me started. Where's the beef lady was sexy. Yeah, because I want to hear her go, where's the beef when I'm in the bedroom? That's not Yeah, I mean, good. that that's a normal phrase that happens in my life whenever I'm with a woman. Is that before or after she starts crying? Well, they're usually crying when I take them back to my place because they go against their will. Yeah. Oh, wait, <laughs> wait a minute. You mean you don't use duct tape and a, and a gag? <laughs> no, I, I use, oh, hold on, duct tape and a gag? Nah, I'm a, let's see, I'm, I'm more of a jello guy. What was it? What was the jello term? Jello mixer. Yeah, I'm more of a jello mixer. Yeah. (laughs) Glad you remember that. All right, man. Yes, I did. I mean, it's not a, it's not a Tennessee freight train, but you know. Oh, fuck no. (laughs) Tennessee freight train. (laughs) Oh my God. Uh, oh. I, could, I could sit there for days just reading Urban Dictionary definitions out. Like, you just fucking read them like crazy. Yeah. Hmm. Well, unless you have anything else, I think we can wrap up this episode, this short episode on food. Yeah, man. No, I think that's it. I just wanted to talk about shit because I know the pie thing is gone now in my location. Yeah. Oh, it's gone and, already? It, well, we, mean, we had Thanksgiving last month, right? Oh, that's right. That's so, right. You're a, you're a month ahead of us. I was thinking, I was like, hey, it just happened. Yeah, it's, it's but, time travel, Canadian yeah. time travel. Well, I'm sure we can thank Trudeau for that. Yeah, well, we're going to go back to 19, what, 43 with him. 
Uh, I don't know what you're going to go to. No. I can tell you one thing, though. I've watched a couple of interviews with that. What's his name? Pawab or Poyer or Pelay? Pierre Polyev? I didn't know it was Pierre Polyev. And he just tears up reporters. It is Did hilarious. you watch him eating the apple? Oh, it was great. <laughs> it was awesome. Chomp. So people say this. Do they? What people? What, <laughs> yeah. what do they say? Who? What people? Well, your populist ideologies, chomp. What ideologies? <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. The dude just kept getting more and more like, uh, well, I don't know really what I'm talking about, but I'm just going to accuse you of some shit. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, you have nothing. Can you imagine getting your opportunity to talk to the opposition leader in a one-on-one -on -one interview and you just royally fuck it to the point where the guy you're interviewing is calmly just eating an apple asking you questions? Oh, Yeah. Well, he did it to some. He did it. He didn't have an apple this time. He did it to some woman here this week, and it was hilarious. He started roasting her. Oh, she was asking him, "Did you think it was irresponsible to report on uh, that possible terrorism attack or whatever?" Whatever. He goes, "Because how's it irresponsible?" He said, "I said media reports say this." Yeah. She's like, "Well, she's like, well, is it irresponsible to say that?" He's like, "Media reports say this from a government source giving them information that it may be a terrorist attack." He's like, "I'm not sure what I was saying that wasn't already being said by your own admission in your question." I mean, he just yeah. She they they have like different videos. They show her. She's kind of sitting there just going like, "Duh, uh, 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 uh you know." <laughs> who, who's that oh. person you guys have? Uh, she's pregnant. I think she may oh, be a senator. Candace. Candace, oh, Candace Owens. Candace Owens. Oh, man, I, I love she, watching. She's not her a senator. Work. She's not a senator. She's just a, a pundit. But yeah, uh, I love watching her work. I, I yeah. don't know what it is, but I just love her on stage. Pretty much without saying, "Shut the fuck up and go home." She says, "Shut the fuck up and go home." Yeah, and it's fantastic. It just makes me happy that when people are are like that, but not not assholes, right? They're yeah, you'll answer the questions if you actually ask a question. Right, but don't go up there and make a statement. When 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 it's a Q and A, and you go up and make a statement, you you fail the subject. The subject is Q and A, not statement right. and wait. Yeah. Oh, I, well, I mean, I, I, yeah. Go ahead. I was just gonna say, uh, back to political stuff. We yeah 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 sweep that under the rug and probably move on. Yes, we will. We'll just cut oh, all this out. Do Do we want to? Well, we're not gonna leave no. that and then Maybe talk about how we're some of it. Yeah. You can, you, can make, gonna... you can have me making fun of a person's name I can't pronounce. What's his name? Pierre Poiv? What's it? Pierre? <laughs> Pierre, Pierre Polyev. I might say that five times faster than as a U.S. citizen. Pierre Poly, Polyev? Is that it? Polyev? Yeah, Pierre Polyev. Pierre, Pierre Polyev. So I Graham, wanna... <laughs> Graham Cracker Crust say that like three times fast, five <laughs> yeah. times fast. I just want to have a premier, premier Pierre Polyev. <laughs> well, I mean, if he wins, he's the prime minister. So it's uh, another prime team. minister. Well, prime minister. Prime Minister Pierre. Pierre oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Pursues political pundit something. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of alliteration you could use. Yeah, absolutely. But this isn't an, a grammar podcast. No, no. This is a, this is a this is an entertainment podcast. Just uh, let's just hopefully he never gets a, a reporter with a stutter. Pierre. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll, we'll, we'll get done with the political stuff. So anyway, we'll wrap it up on the food. So hopefully y'all had a good time listening to us talk about food. Yeah. Uh, and if there's anything you guys missed that you used to eat, stuff that you wish you could get or stuff that only appears once a year, but you wish it appeared more than once a year, drop us a line, send us a message, email, can't text because our numbers aren't here. 
whatever, Instagram, Facebook. Are you still TikTok. getting carrier pigeons? I mean, yeah. we get carrier pigeons. Well, no, they they've stopped that now. Canada's put a a ban on any sort of communication with the outside world. Oh, well, that's that's true. I I, I saw that. That's pretty yeah. messed up. Yeah. And the weird thing was the 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 group I was in was Movie Web. So it's about movies. And it's an international right? group, right? There's people it, in the it, group from all over. Yeah, it's an international group of a website called Movie Web. Uh-huh. And the topic of discussion was the new Karate Kid movie because the it had Jackie Chan and Ralph Macchio trying to say, "Oh hey, yeah, 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 find a new Karate Kid." So then I was posting a video to the Jackie Chan Karate Kid movie trailer, and mm-hmm. it wouldn't let me post it because it didn't have enough Canadian content. So basically, it was tracking you that you were Canadian and you can't post. I, I can't post something that isn't Canadian content related. In, in in a group about the Karate Kid with Jackie Chan, I couldn't post a Jackie Chan Karate Kid thing. And that's just really fucked up. That is really fucked up because you know what you need to get now? A VPN. A, a VPN. And now yeah. is the best time because there's a great Black Friday sale at several of them that'll get you a couple years for like 100 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. I have one. Yeah, I'd be pissed off. But, you know, I'm not going to say what I use it for other than just to make sure I'm anonymous on the Internet a little bit. Well, but I, I, I have one you watch and download. No, that's that's available free. Matter of fact, I think it's on the Biden White House site. I think you oh, can get some. I mean, I nice. think they have some of Hunter's videos up, right? I mean, so was it a jello mixer? Yeah. <laughs> Is it for uh, jello mixing? <laughs> he didn't need to, he didn't need to do jello mixing. He just laid out some 20s. What are you talking about? Ooh, 20s are cheap. Uh, hundreds yeah but you know i mean he's going to i mean i saw a couple of those videos a little bit and apparently he's going to some other outsourcing countries to get Im- imports you know so well, i mean <laughs> sometimes imports are nicer to drive or nicer to ride yeah, yeah. I mean, we talked yeah. about cars and stuff the the imports are they're just more technologically advanced so some of those imports didn't appear if they were fully mature yet. So, you know, mm, that might be a problem. It <laughs> could to be get something before it's off the assembly line. That's a no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're still putting parts on it. So <laughs> and, well, he's, and, he, and he's trying to put something in it before they have all the parts on it. That's not right. Yeah. You have to know so, whether or not it's going to be uh, an electric or a gas vehicle before you start filling with something. Right. That's right. Am I that's right? right. That, you, you do. Yeah. There, you don't, you, so, you don't want to put, you don't want to put diesel in the wrong hole. No, no, so, no. Yes. Yes. So, hh hey, thanks, Know It Alls. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening. Thanks for the messages. Thanks for the likes. And uh, reach out. Cheers. We want to hear right. from you. That's right. Anytime with here, Mr. Clay, Charlie Ray, we will give you answers. Not always right, but we'll True. give you answers. Always answers. Peace out. Peace out. Thirty minutes. Let's just let's just do just do a let's do a topic like a news story. Yeah, news story. Well, how long is this? It doesn't say how long this recorded for. No. It doesn't tell me until there's 10 minutes left. Right. And that kind of pisses me off. And how long does it record for? 40 minutes? It gives you 40 minutes.
And so I'd probably figure what we've done 15, 20 minutes already. Yeah. Maybe. Well, let's, let's do some after credit stuff uh, then. Okay. That sounds good. Right. Yeah. Yeah. What do you want okay. to talk about? Mm, I don't know. Do you see it? Was it brighter in here from before? Did you notice? Yeah, I replaced, I, I replaced I five lights. I have these pillar lights. Like there's four on a ra- rack. My eyes, my eyes. So yeah, there's I can't like see. <laughs> there's like four lights in a in yeah. a setting, and I had a I put in five that were missing, so I had eight up there, and only three were working. This room yeah. is much nicer, and actually having all the stuff displayed with the lights. Now I kind of don't want to sell it, but yeah, it's got to go. But yeah, so I changed the lights. I added some Christmas lights outside. Looks kind of nice. Got some blinky ones, some fades. I bought a new Christmas tree. It's white and cool looking with very pastel color changing light so it's like pastel green blue purple and red underneath the the white facade of the tree with a bunch of silver and blue decorations i got a moving light outside of my porch so it like rotates and it's all sparkly so it sparkles red little flashes everywhere my house is very christmasy and decorated so that's that's kind of cool how about yourself and we don't even have snow yet we don't have snow it came it and kinda, went. It, it came and went, and it came and went. There's still no fucking snow on the ground. I love it. I could be driving my car right now, and for the end of November, that's like unfucking heard of. Yeah. What's your I, I, like? I, I just want to give you crap and go. Oh my god, does it sparkle? <laughs> yeah. it, does, it does sparkle, of course. Well, there's nothing wrong with it sparkling. I no, mean, we already talked about it. Know? Lenny Kravitz can sparkle, yeah. and he's he's manly. Yeah, I mean, hey, you know, if they could make the uh, the vampire sparkle and in the twilight there's no reason why your tree can't sparkle exactly <laughs> so uh you guys set up a tree do they do, do like a, a tree and gifts and stuff because you said you don't go to really families anymore right you have an aunt and stuff but other than that you don't really do family shit we we don't we actually it's actually kind of i don't know if you want to say sad or not sad it's like i don't hardly do anything with traditions anymore and that's kind of a bummer that's shitty yeah, it is. I mean, we we do a dinner. I always cook, and the kids and and baby mama who doesn't live here comes over for dinner. Right. And, like I don't I don't know if she comes over because the kids are here, but I really don't want to split the kids up for Christmas. Like, right? No, I I don't I don't blame you, and and uh, you know without going into it, that's still such an unusual situation. That's all I can say about that. I think I think that probably you're doing the best thing you can for the kids, and um, then and it is what it is. You know, lots of lots of people have, and lots of people have differing circumstances as far as family go, and so that's just the way the things go. But anyway, um, and I'm taking them to Disneyland in a couple of weeks. That's their Christmas present. Well, that's cool. So, but but uh, baby mean, mama's not coming. Oh well, that's weird. Well, not really. Well, no, I guess not. Um, so I, I think that's kind of cool that she's buying one of the Disneyland passes for one of the kids and I'm buying the one for the other kids. So I get to go to Disneyland with the kids, but I don't have to pay all the costs. So that's kind of neat. That is kind of neat. I can't say that that's not neat. That is neat. I mean, uh, thanks and see you when I get back, when I bring the kids back. I mean, you guys had done that together several times, so. Yeah, many, 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 yeah. many, many times. Yeah. Like, my, my daughter's just like, hey, I'm going to buy a set of Mickey ears, or like mini ears, because that's what she, like, collects. But she only collects, like, the fancy <laughs> schmancy ones. So, like, the yeah. 
$40 US ones. <clears throat> and she's like, I've gone to Disneyland. I think she counted like nine times and I have five sets of ears. So I need to buy four for the ones that I didn't grab them when I was really little. So I was like, that's going to be expensive. She goes, oh, wait, no, no. I only need three because you grabbed me one this year when you were in France at Disneyland. I go, I did. She goes, I need to buy three. I was like, that's still 120 bucks, kiddo. Like $120 for three sets of mini ears. So she's like, well, do you think grandma and grandpa will buy me one? And do you think they'll give me Christmas money? Because it's my bir- it's it's her birthday so and Christmas. There's nothing different about the ears. They're identical. She just wants to have the quantity. No, they're, they're, they make like, they're, dude, Google right now. Like, <sighs> like seriously, Google mini ears 2024. Or 2023. Uh, and they do fancy ones. They do Maleficent ones with horns. They do Groot ones with Groot and uh, like a cassette tape on it instead of the ears. Like they do Grogu ones with Yoda ears, like Grogu ears. Okie dokie. Yeah. Wow. So, Alrighty. Yeah. yeah there's that's... Nightmare Before Christmas ones. There's, yeah. She has ones that are donuts. She has ones that are like peacock feathers. She's got one that's like Maleficent ear, like horns. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And I grabbed her one in Paris that was like 100 year anniversary. It's got like a big gold pin in it for with the Disneyland castle. It says 100 years. Tinkerbell's on it with like fairy dust and the ears are like sparkly gold. It's fucking cool looking. Or sparkly okay. silver, sorry. So while it was not my thing as a dude, uh, that's cool because I collect stuff that other people would go, ooh, that's weird. You yeah. know, so that, that's cool, but they are cool. They're 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 collectibles, definitely. And you know, Dis- Lord knows Disney needs every dollar it can get right Absolutely, now. Absolutely, yeah. They're not they're not bringing much in on the uh, movie front. No, they're so, not. So uh yeah, there is that. But um yeah, well have fun, man. I t- I I I was like, hey, I should come out and hang out with you, but then it'd be like me and you walking around, and your kids around there like, oh look, it's two dads. <laughs> Uh, oh no jay's gonna be there so it'll be two two dads and a mom (laughs) oh that's called a modern sandwich well no Uh, seriously would you would you come out oh i don't know you know where are you going december 10th to 13th we're only at the park the 11th and 12th though travel so yeah travel is the 10th and the 13th the park is the 11th and the 12th okay so that that's what in anaheim right yep uh Oh man, it'd be so much fun. Yeah, you know, you never know. I mean, I'm I, gonna I, say it's it's probably not likely, but uh, but you know, you want to know what? Um, you know, my flight from Kansas City when I came out there in October, yeah, was was only like 120 bucks. Fuck you me. know, so uh, I'm like 540 bucks a ticket. Okay, so when are you going out? The 10th December? to the 13th. Okay, so you went out during the week, not the weekend. Correct, because there's okay. there's less people at the park, get more rides. Well, that well, that makes more sense, doesn't it? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Let's see here. Yeah, you know, I mean, I'm not saying yes, but I'm not saying no. Hmm. Hmm. Two hundred and forty-five bucks for a plane ticket. Yeah. And then how much? <laughs> what is Disneyland running a day now? All right. So up your, this, up your butt. This is it. Uh, two days, one day at Disneyland, one day at California Adventure is like four hundred and twenty bucks. Ow! Well, it's yeah. Canadian, so I think it's three hundred and twenty dollars US for the two. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll talk about that more. I, it's yeah. probably a long shot, but hey, you know. Yeah, man. Yeah. Right.